This is the Wits End Podcast. So awesome, it'll blow your face off. So strap your face on and let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wits End Podcast, episode 75. I know a lot of you probably gave enough hope of the Woodson Podcast returning, but we have returned. And with that, one thing I'd like to point out is we have reached a big milestone. As of this year, the Woodson Podcast has been going on for five years. It was actually five years ago, I want to say it was back in April that we started. Yeah, so we celebrated five years. And over that time, we've had a lot of changes. One major change being... A lot of different co-hosts over the years. This time is no exception. As time goes on, life throws different curveballs and you'd have to move on to other things and that is in that situation. So uh, that has left me looking for some help. And when I did that, I looked no further than my good friend, Matthew Bird. He may be a stranger to some, but he's become a great friend over the years. So welcome to the podcast, Matthew. Thanks. It's great to be here. It's good to have you. For those of you who don't know Matthew, he is a part of the message boards under the username of Eugene. That indeed. And actually, I'm going to start this off right. And Matthew, why don't you tell us how you got started listening to Odyssey? All right. So uh, I started listening to Odyssey later than a lot of people I know, but it was about 2008, I guess. I've heard of it before, but I just didn't realize that it was Adventures in Odyssey. I discovered it at a camp that I was with my family at. We saw it in the bookstore, and I said, oh, let's get the first three episodes, I mean, albums. And my aunt bought another two for us, so we had the first five albums. And I started listening to it on our trip back home. I fell in love with it, and I was all over the blackguard angle that they had in album five. Eventually, I discovered that there were many, many, many more albums than just the five that I had at that point, and I started collecting them. And now I have almost the entire collection. The following summer, 2009, I discovered the Odyssey online community. Actually, I discovered it before that, but I was watching from the outside and thinking, hmm... I'd like to join. Finally, I did, and I chose a username, and I thought, this is probably already taken because it's such an obvious username. So I typed in Eugene, and it said that, yes, it's available. I've been known as Eugene ever since on the Town of Odyssey and the Electric Palace and now Campbell County, as well as the Soda Shop. But some people will probably recognize my name as Bird better. So that's about it for me for now. Unless you want me to keep going. Uh, no. If I let you keep going, you'll be talking forever. I don't even want to get you started on popcorn. Yeah. That would just be... Yeah, if we get you started on popcorn, you won't ever be quiet. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sure that some people already know that about me. Has anybody here tried kettle corn? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I haven't anyway. Some of our listeners might. An interesting thought that just came to mind is actually Bird has been around with the podcast in the past. Actually, well, not necessarily on the audio side, but one thing that people will know Bird for is his great skills when it comes to building websites. The guy is phenomenal at them, and he's actually working on a new design for uh, the podcast website. Which is over a year in the making. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be hearing more about that in the near future. 
Let's um, talk about something a little different to change before we get into the top story. But I want to kind of uh, take a few minutes and discuss a topic that has been on my mind quite a bit lately. Um, I've talked to you a little bit about this. I kind of want to talk a little bit about the way Odyssey has been doing their marketing the last little bit. It just seems like here lately, marketing has just been weird. I mean, it could just be because of my age. But it just seems like they're doing a lot of cheesy things. I mean, even with some of the writing has been... Kind of cheesy, like with Jones and Parker Detective Agency, but that's uh, another story for another time. I don't know, it just seems like the marketing, I mean, these contests, they're just overdoing it, at least in my opinion. It just, I don't know. Just, you mean being a little too aggressive with it, or? It's just, they're just hyping it a little too much compared to what they would do with, say, an album. Yeah, I kind of agree with that, although I think about it, and yeah, I agree with you, it has changed, and I don't 100% like it, but... Again, like you said, it might be because we're outside of that target group now. Like, I couldn't enter the Get in the Show contest because now I'm too old for that. And now I can't enter this contest either because I'm too old for it. So maybe it's just because we're outside of that target 8 to 14 group, I guess, is what they're going for. Being outside of that group, but still having grown up with Odyssey for you, not so much for me, but you still are attached to it and you want to be involved with it. And when it's not relatable as much, then you feel like you're not a part of it anymore, I guess. Yeah, that's exactly it. I don't know, it just feels weird. And then they briefly did something with, uh, they did the thing with Shona, and then they just kind of went axe contest, axe contest, axe contest, get in the show, axe contest, Shona. Well, they did... They, the other thing that kind of adds to it is that they haven't had an album since last year about this time. That was the last season of Adventures in Odyssey that we heard. So not having anything to report on, I guess, the only thing that's going on right now is Axe Contest, besides the upcoming launch of 57. But again, we're now down to less than a week from the first episode airing, and they just now started to promote it. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of annoying to me. Okay, I agree on that, and maybe we should move on. Upcoming album, album 57, I called something more. And one of the shocking things, aside from Connie, that I'm that I'm anticipating and I'm looking forward to hearing what's going on with that story. But the big shocker was the new voice for Camilla Yes, Parker. I can't believe that. I mean, I love Sydney Shiatani. Nah, a little bit frustrating. I want to know why, but at the same time, if it's a personal reason or something, then it doesn't need to be made public, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just assuming it was like scheduling conflicts and stuff and it just didn't work out. I mean, they had that situation with Hope Levy, who was originally playing Olivia, and then they had to go and change her. Yes. Actually, you went and looked more into Michaela. Yeah, in case people don't know, the new actor is called Michaela Dean, and she actually was in Odyssey before. One time, she was in the episode Child's Play, where she played one of the kids that Katrina and Eugene were looking after for the few days that her mother was gone. We got to hear her there, and she was quite cute. And that was about a year ago, album 55. Well, actually, almost two years ago that she would have recorded it. So she's grown up a little bit. Um, I do like her voice. I don't think it's quite that Sydney voice, though. We'll have to see when we hear her in the next couple episodes. 
but she was on the 2012 series of Care Bears, Welcome to Care a Lot, and she played Wonderheart Bear. For that, she was on Meals and Mayhem, both TV series, and I think that both of them were uh, voiceover. And there's a new one called Little White Owl that she's, well, the character is Little White Owl, but she's in the Guess How Much I Love You TV series based on the book. Hmm. I don't know if you've read that before. I, I have. I see it all the time in the library. Huh. Yeah, and she was also in Peter Rabbit, which is also based on the books. I think that she has some great vocal abilities, and I can't wait to hear her. But at the same time, I can't believe we're losing Sydney. Yeah, to be honest with you, I didn't really notice that much of a change in the voice, really. Yeah, well, I guess now that her voice is two years older than when she last recorded for Odyssey, it makes a bit of a difference. But it still wasn't quite Sydney, just a little bit off. If you guys want to hear her voice, go to the uh, Witsend website, witsend.org, and you can listen to the most recent official podcast, and you can hear her interviewed with Bob and Jesse. That's right. And get a small little taste of the upcoming episodes. They they give you little teasers, and it makes me all the more frustrated. Yeah. What was your reaction to the voice of Barry? It just, to me, it sounds like Andy Pessoa's voice has changed a lot. And to be honest with you, if they hadn't said that the character was Barrett, I wouldn't have known who it was. I, I could kind of tell it was Barrett because his voice sounds a little bit more like his brother's voice. And we got to hear him in For $3 More. We heard Andy Pessoa's older brother play Barrett. And so since they're actually brothers in real life, their voices sound similar. So I guess as Barrett's voice gets older, you can kind of connect that to just because of that episode. That's, that's about the only reason why I was able to make the connection, I guess. But it was different. It actually changed quite a bit, I think. Although I do like that it has changed since album 51, because in album 51, it sounded so much like every other male actor of that age on the show, and it was kind of hard to distinguish between everybody. So uh, growing up and maturing a little bit is good, but it actually jumped quite a bit from the last album. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I don't know, I guess that's one reason why they're so careful. And to be honest with you, I, if it had been me, I might have changed the actor, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess that's why they choose them so young. Well, I, don't know. I guess this is why they're so careful about voices changing. And what I found interesting was people that didn't have a problem with Barrett's voice had a problem with Michaela Dean's voice, which was kind of weird to me. It's kind of a flip-flop situation there. Well, if you think back to the early era of Adventures in Odyssey, there was a lot of that flip-flop stuff going on too. Like, not with the major characters that stuck around, but with some of the B characters, you had um, some of the voices changing quite often. The actors did not stay the same, but they had them different voices playing the same character. And then you also had certain characters' voices change. It might not have been so apparent because of the way that they did the episodes then, but now these episodes are being done, like, you have Barrett in every other episode now instead of just being once in a while so it's a little bit more obvious i guess just to kind of poke fun you mentioned the uh and having different voices for characters just to poke a lot of fun here ray barkley would be a good example of that <laughs> that's true i mean come on she had four different actresses unfortunately they didn't have a clip of life expectancy i know tease us about everything else except for life expectancy which is the big name in this album it's the big focal point for a couple different reasons in case you guys are living under rocks which i assume some of you are some of you aren't probably <laughs> but life expectancy is the episode of this next season it's got shona playing a character named Help me. Uh, Jules. Jules, yes. I can't believe I forgot that. But she will be playing Jules, and while it's not confirmed yet, some of us think that Jules is related to Connie, and we have confirmed that the actor who plays Connie's father 
Bill Kendall. Alan Bergman. Thank you. That one I don't remember so well. He was in the studio to record for album 57. And and it was stated by, I believe, Katie Lee that they were recording at the same time as Shona. So that means that they are in the same episode. So you know it has a lot to do with Connie. And in fact, the summary goes... Connie's world is turned upside down with an unexpected phone call. Wit, Eugene, Wooten, and Penny are there to support her as she figures out what it means to trust God through tough times of suffering. Right. I, it, like, there have been so many theories going around, and in fact, I've come up with one theory. Kind of involves Bill having some sort of illness or a car accident or something, and Connie finds out that she has a sister can't remember exactly what it was because I came up with this theory back when they first started leaking out information. We, we actually connected the dots when they were just releasing parts of this information. Brent and I, we were talking to each other and we we're like, hmm, let's, let's connect these dots together. And we were like, oh my goodness, this is how it's going to be. And it turns out that we were kind of right so far. So we're hoping that we're right for the rest of it. But also, well, you were mentioning that you'd like to see a lot of the storylines started in this album affect Odyssey into the future. Right. And sort of carry through, kind of like how Eugene's search for his father carried through multiple albums. But it wasn't the focal point, but it still affected things. And it wasn't just each episode's a slice of life. Yeah, it's just, everything has just been kind of a slice of life as of late. And it just, they haven't really had any storylines going on. Like, for those who've listened, been long-time listeners in the show, you'll know they had storylines like with Grady. Ooh, um, what's that family that, ooh, ooh. Um, you talking about the McKay's? No, the family where the dad's in prison and the that's mom. The, that's the McKay's. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it is not, and I will prove you wrong. I will... Let me see. What's that called? The, what, the, wait, the dad's in prison. The Christmas... The dad's um, in prison. The mom is working for Wit when Wit finds oh, her on a bench um, outside Wit's end. Oh, and um, the son um, is really upset at his dad, and the little girl... Uh, Eric Myers, yeah. Eric, Julie, and Brooke. Yes, and was it Tony? It might have been. I could be wrong. Ernie, Ernie, Ernie. There we go. Ernie, er, Ernie Myers, that's right. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> but that was a little storyline, too, that just, it wasn't a big one, but it was one that carried through multiple episodes. Yeah. And it wasn't the focus, but it was something that affected the future. And kind of like what, it wasn't quite as big, but like they did with the Edge Butter scandal. Yes. They had that in one bad apple, and then it played into Tom for mayor, and it just continued on, even into Darkness Before Dawn. So that was another case. So it would be nice to go back and affect that. And and this is and this is what I was thinking back when they did Fifty Five, and I've I discussed this back when they started um, with when they the fact that Eugene and Katrina couldn't have kids. There are so many different storylines they could go with that. Yeah, including Buck Oliver's storyline. Very true. I mean, they've laid so many foundations for great stories that they could have continued through, including they started some of them in Green Ring. They started some of them in Deep End with Katrina and Eugene especially. They've even started a little bit with Connie. They've been developing her character in a way they haven't done in the albums leading up to the relaunch. It's been great to see her doing more than just scooping ice cream. So to have her developed more, that's something that could continue and be taken in different directions and taken to the next level instead of just being sort of a pseudo Penny's mom kind of thing, which is great. I think that she has a peer that she can sort of guide on her spiritual journey, but there's times where it's taken a little bit too 
comically looking at uh, Happy Hunting. I hated that show. Oh, I, I liked the idea of the show, but the actual show listening to it, yeah, I didn't like it. It just didn't strike me as one of those classic shows that I would love for years to come. Oh, it was just weird. Yeah. Uh, it's like, come on, Penny. That's a little bit too childish. That that che- episode cheesy. should have been called... Yeah, cheesy too. It's like it's Childish Things Part 2. Yeah. We can move on if you want. Okay. We've talked about uh, Life Expectancy. Let's talk about some of the other episodes in this album. Our season opener, which I was actually kind of disappointed with the decision. Because when I first heard about them doing the recording session for Life Expectancy, they recorded that first. So I was thinking that we would have that to start off the album. Which would have been great. Yeah. but then I got, And then I got one with uh, Your Servant is Listening. Found out that that was going to be the um, season opener. I was kind of disappointed about it, but I think it could turn out to be okay. Yeah, and in case you guys are wondering what that episode is about, I have the summary right here. Camilla Parker and her mom, Ava, and Grandma Lucia journey into the Imagination Station to witness the last judge of Israel and learn about hearing God's voice. So it does have Camilla, so we'll get to hear Michaela right away. Right. So yeah, I'm I'm interested in it. I like when they go back in time, especially with Bible stories. They haven't really um, talked about Samuel all that much. That'll be interesting. Yeah, I know. All these years, and they haven't done Samuel. Like, they, they've touched on it, but never the focus of a story. Yeah, honestly, I was actually thinking, if you want to go into the, think back into the backstory, Hannah couldn't have children. Aha. Uh-huh. Back when they did 55, I was honestly thinking, you know, they set up this whole thing with Eugene and Katrina. Go into the Imagination Station with Katrina and have her meet Hannah. And take, and take that somewhere. That would have been a perfect way to do it. Interesting. That's really interesting to make that connection right there. Because that's what I figured they would do. Because, I mean, there was rumors about a Samuel story. So I thought, maybe they're going to do that. And it, it just felt right. I mean, they could eventually go back to that. Yeah, for sure. From the impression I'm getting, I don't want to jump too far ahead of ourselves, but there is more than a feeling, which is a couple episodes later. It, it kind of plays back to that, your servant is listening, is the impression that the summary gives you. So I'm assuming it, what they're going to tackle is when God was calling Samuel. So I don't think that when Nathan wrote the episode, that he targeted the whole Hannah angle. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be more focused on, as a Christian, what do you do that God calls you to? And Camilla, she hasn't had a huge role in episodes so far, which I've kind of appreciated that she hasn't been overused. But at the same time, I think that she needs to have a few episodes for herself. Your Servant is Listening and More Than a Feeling can be great places for her to shine. I really hope that Nathan and Marshall did a good job with that. Uh, And I'm sure they have. Yeah. So yeah, that's an interesting episode that I'm looking forward to. And then after that, you have No Chemistry Whatsoever. Which is such a fun one. I can't believe they haven't done this before. It's just, ah. Yeah, it's cool. Connie and Penny are hoping for an easy chemistry class until they find out their professor will be Eugene Meltzner. Now, if you stop right there, that's an amazing episode right there. Yeah. But there's more to this summary. Meanwhile, Barrett must try to figure out how to memorize dozens of Bible verses in a week. So that's interesting. I think I'm more interested in the A plot. Eugene and Connie, that's a good mix right there. I mean, just imagine Eugene trying to teach Connie chemistry. Yeah, (laughs) going back to the teaching car thing kind of. Yeah, and if you think about it, Connie has never really been all that interested in the things that interest Eugene, like science and things like that. So that will be very interesting. And then having to deal with her, having to deal with uh, Eugene both at work and at school. Yeah. You know, they'll get back into their little bit of spats and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that Eugene-Connie bantering a little bit again. 
an adversarial relationship. Yes, the um, the foil, the pit them against each other. I'm going to stop talking. Tell us about the friend formula a little bit. The friend formula. I find the name that they chose for this new character interesting. Riley is a new person to town, and he's hoping to find some friends. For advice, he turns to the unlikely source, and probably unreliable source, of Jay Smouse. I think that name that they chose, Riley, is interesting because Tom Riley, Riley. Huh. I, I'm wondering if that was a influence at all. Huh. I never thought about that. I have to see what that. And it was written by Bob Hoos, and he does. He's he's done some good shows, and so I I, I I enjoy the character of Jay. Yeah. He's nice and comical. Although I find that sometimes he's used a little too much, but usually most of the time, about ninety percent of the time, I'd say that they use him just right. And he's become this great character. I mean, he started out as a minor bully, not real bully, kind of went where the crowd was kind of thing. And he's developed to be so much more than just that. And I really appreciate where they've taken his character. And I can't wait to hear what they do with him in this. Right. So, yeah. And um, the next one, and this is one that I was referring to before, More Than a Feeling, which is the Marshall episode. Which you, well, one of them. The first part of the summary is Camilla is concerned that her newfound faith is wavering since she doesn't feel as excited about it anymore. That kind of gives the impression that she comes to accept Christ and your servant is listening. I mean, there's a lot of people that, I mean, they can be born into it, but they never really make it their own. Yeah, like it's just kind of the family thing. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be Mr. Parker's god anymore it's not matthew's god it's my god yeah exactly so she's taking it and developing her personal faith not just her familial faith kind of thing right and one point i forget who it wasn't made the point it might have been a friend of mine jason that it sounds like they're going to kind of talk about spiritual high with that plot which i would enjoy yeah uh, i mean i've heard a little bit about that on uh some other shows on the internet recently and it'd be great to see what they do with it on odyssey i mean it's a really important point to make that even though you might not feel god you gotta still keep following him and keep believing all right actually i went back i was going back and i listened to some of the old episodes and it's kind of a weird connection but i was going back and i actually was listening to the inspiration station it was the point where connie and Whit were talking he made the statement that sometimes we have to come down from the mountain where the real work takes place. More guys can really work on us. That kind of would fit if there's in going spiritual high. You can't, you can't stay on top of the mountain. You have to come down and let God work in you. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like where you take the training, but then now you actually have to go and apply it. And so that plot in and of itself is interesting to me. Um, why don't you go ahead and read that second part? Okay, so meanwhile, Connie tries to get Eugene and Katrina to break out of the routine in their marriage. Hmm. I'm wondering what that is. That sounds dangerous. It sounds like it could be good. I'm not sure. Although I don't really see... Maybe like it's one of those things where Connie reads into something a little too much. Mm -hmm. Which isn't out of character at all. No, not at all. The theme for that episode is don't trust emotions. So I'm just trying to figure out where they were going with this. I don't know. They could go with spiritual high from that theme if they wanted to. Next we have Repent After Me. Great title, by the way. <laughs> love that. I love it when they have wordplay. In it, Barrett initially refuses to cheat when he gets an email promising answers to a test. However, upon seeing the potential consequences of failure, he second guesses his decision. I'm thinking that's a little bit about staying honest. And then after that, they say the titles repent after me, so hmm. coming clean. 
I don't know. What do you think? It's an interesting title for sure. I'll have to actually listen to the episode a bit more just to see if I actually can really get into it. Like with a lot of these albums, there's a, there's episodes that you that really grab you. I mean, it's not to say that I don't like it. A lot of previous cases, there's just been things that they've done. Certain episodes that just have been more on, and this goes back to the whole age thing, but there's been episodes that, that are approached more from a child point of view, and you just don't tap into it as much. I'm hoping that's not the case here. I'm hoping there's something I can draw out of it, but it it just it just seems like a basic thing. Yeah. At least at least to me. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's kind of like it's either so young that you're just like, oh, you can already know what's going to happen, and it's sort of you've kind of heard that kind of thing done before, maybe not on Odyssey, but other places, and it's such a yeah, like you said, basic thing. Yeah, and as we're getting into adulthood, we I mean we understand some of these concept of repentance and being honest and stuff so that might not be something we can grasp onto as much as the younger kid can and uh, another case of that would be big trouble under the big top and it it has nothing to do with the lesson but when i found out it was emily and matthew (laughs) i groaned inside emily and matthew stumbled into a mystery at the circus involving sabotage from the inside who's behind it is it esteban the knife thrower is there the aerialist only careful investigation will reveal the culprit. But the first thing that I latched on to when I read that was Emily and Matthew. When they do those stories with the Jones and Parker Detective Agency, sometimes they're good, but sometimes they're just cheesy. Cheesy and too kid-oriented. I'm sure you're not the only one who groaned. In fact, I know you're not the only one who groaned, because I groaned a little bit when I heard that it was a Matthew and Emily episode. Like, I love the characters. I love the idea of Matthew Parker and Emily joining together to make the detective agency. I like the idea is the key word, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's not always turned out the way that you hope. For example, Stage Fright. It was the episode I was looking to the most, but mostly based on the title, probably. The description was kind of vague. It was just saying that there there was sort of the fear factor where you have people having irrational fear. And when the episode came out and he heard it, it was like, oh, it's not at all what I thought it would be. It's it's big disappointment. <laughs> and really a parrot? Yeah. And, and and Mr. Stolfit, him? Stolfit, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it was, something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, come on. But again, it might be a kid of, of the target group might click into that more than I did. Hmm. You know, I, I, I really don't know. But again, there have been good storylines with Matthew and Emily. So I can't prejudge this. Yeah, I I can say that I enjoyed I enjoyed Square One. Square One was a really good episode. Yeah, and for the for the most part, I enj- I enjoyed having them in Adam Fifty Three. They didn't act, interact a whole lot, but what time they were together, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and and even when they were involved in the investigation at the end, and they were helping to gather the clues that ultimately led to the discovery of the plan to get the money out. Right. It, it didn't bug me at all that they were the ones who were sort of leading the investigation with wit. Right. It it was totally fine but again it might be that age thing since they're not doing something that kids would do (laughs) i don't know anyway let's move on because i want to get to the next one oh go for it so the next one will be life expectancy parts one two and three yay party i think i might have already said the uh, description but yeah it's gonna be the highlight of the album yeah besides the big trouble under big top Well, Bob and Jesse were saying that they had sort of chosen their favorites from the album so far. I think it was Jesse who said that he was looking forward to the reaction that everyone will have of Big Trouble Under the Big Top. Mm -hmm. 
And look, we're talking about big trouble again. We're supposed to be talking about life expectancy. Woo! Yeah, well, what else can we possibly say? I mean, they didn't give us a preview, which is depressing. Yeah, but it is written by Paul McCusker. Yeah, that in and of itself is a saving grace. No offense to the other writers. The other writers are great, but Paul, I don't know. Paul just has this epicness about him. He's got that special little touch that just, yeah, he does have his weaker episodes, of course. Everybody does have their weaker episodes. But I guess you'd say he knows the characters better, and he writes them more consistently, and he's able to just tap into it all the more realistically, I guess you'd say. Something like that. Since we're going to to speculate a little bit, I have to say I'm thinking that Bill Kendall is going to pass away. What confuses me is what they will do with Connie and how this will affect Connie and what the call to something more would be. Yeah, that is the theme of the album. So how will it be applied? And you know that it'll be applied on this episode because it is such a big thing. They say that her world is turned upside down. That's pretty big. And if it's got Bill Kendall involved, you know it has to be big. Yeah. So it has to affect her somehow. But just how will it affect her? I have not a clue. I know. And the next one, the pilot. Do you want to read that? Go for it. An old friend of Connie's tells her the incredible story of a mission trip to a remote village. It's a story of medical mystery, daring plane flights, and even love. Aww. That's so sweet. Sounds so romantic. But it's weird to me. This, this is the weird thing about the whole album. From what I can gather, the clip with... Dr. Graham and Ava. I'm assuming that's this episode. Yes. Who who does that make the old friend? Well, I, I was thinking the first thing that came to my mind was uh, Pamela. Huh. That makes sense, kind of, because it's an old friend from a long time ago. But at the same time, the clip, like you said, had uh, Dr. Lily Graham and Ava. So how does it all connect? I have no clue what those writers would come up with. Uh, this is written by Kathy Buchanan, so... Who knows? Connie might get a new boyfriend. Uh... Not likely. Anyway, that wraps up our little talk about Album 57. In case you guys don't know, again, Living Under the Rocks, I know it's hard to get internet under there. August 10th is the air date for the first episode of Your Servant is Listening. That's this Saturday, guys. That's correct. Depending on when uh, Matthew gets his uh, podcast edited. So, I hope you guys enjoyed that. It was uh, a lot of fun to be recording again. I don't know, it felt like a good time to get back into the podcasting world. I mean, there's not a whole lot of podcasting on there. There's a few, but a couple of little plugs here. The Audio Theater Central, World Famous Odyssey Podcast, hosted by our good friend Ryan Matlock, and um, The Ceiling Fan. That's all that really comes to mind. But uh, that being said, we are hopefully back for the long haul. Yes. We just don't want to end this. No, we don't. Uh, we should. We really should. Okay, Do we, what do we do to end this? Do we do credits or what? Uh, What credits? Do we do, like... It's been a production of Matthew, hosted by Matthew, edited by Matthew, produced by Matthew, everything above Matthew. No, uh, actually that would be uh, engineered by Brendan McFarland, created by Brendan McFarland, a mess cleaned up by Brendan McFarland. <laughs> well, I think we've rambled on long enough. I think people are tired of listening to me. I'm sure they could tolerate listening to you for another uh, hour or two, but quite frankly, I've had enough. <laughs> If you want to let us know what you thought of this episode, you can give us your feedback. And there are a couple of different ways you can do that. One would be to drop us an email at info at com. You can leave us a message on our Facebook page. 
the Woodsend Podcast or tweet us. Right, Matthew? Yes, at the WE Podcast. Hashtag Album 57. Yeah, make Album 57 trend worldwide. That would be amazing. That would be amazing, yeah. Or the Woodsend Podcast trending worldwide. That would be pretty awesome, too. And the other place that you can uh, drop us a line would be at Google+. Plus. Leave me a message there as well. We're going to try to uh, stay on top of the social media thing. I mean, we've got the pages, so we may as well go all out. We're not really sure when we will be back. Kind of depends on when they release the uh, digital download. I mean, I don't know what Bird is planning on doing, but to be honest with you, I want to go ahead and get the digital download. I at least want to listen to Life Expectancy. That is the big thing that I'm hyped up for, and I, I just want to what's going on with Connie. Yeah, if we're not exactly sure what we'll do with our schedule, but we're hoping to keep recording on a regular basis. That's for sure. But kind of going to put you on the spot here again, Matthew. Let's see if you can uh, pass the test on this one and take us home. Because there's one thing we always remind our listeners. Until next time, remember that. The best is yet to come. see if I recorded all that. Yes, I did.